Hey everyone, GPS, Cameron Williams here with you today, and uh, we have Brian Shackman yet again. It's good to be here, bro. I'm excited to have, have the conversation. It's always a lot of fun to be with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. So I heard uh, uh, Carter's party was a, was a rager. <laughs> our, our son turned seven. We had a video game and pizza birthday party, which we realized that's probably going to be his party for the next 10 years, which is awesome. So that was fun. We got to have a couple of his friends, they played outside. We put a TV in, in our front yard for a bit, and they all wore masks. And it was really fun just to have a couple kids and give a little bit of normalcy for him. And he, of course, just, just had a blast, so that was really fun. Cool. And uh, and I heard that you took the title of King Koopa. Was, is that right? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't exactly <laughs> the preferred thing, but we had party masks where you could be different Mario characters and chosen for me was Bowser. So I, I'm not super shocked by that, but I'm going to try to press forward and not get into therapy because of it. Well, hopefully uh, the next couple of birthdays when you bring out the Mario decorations again, you know, they'll, they'll pick a different character for you this hopefully time. Hopefully I'll get a little bit on the nice side. That'd be great. <laughs> or at least a Wario or Waluigi. Yeah, you know, yeah, a little more neutral, not quite the super mean one. Dude, but Waluigi's the man. He is the man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, without further ado, let's start navigating. All set. Let's go. All right, Brian. Um, so could you give us a quick synopsis on the sermon last week? Yeah, definitely. And so we've been doing a series through First John, and First John is a book written by the one who writes the Gospel of John, and he continues in these themes, and one specifically that he writes about is, is darkness and light. And in First John chapter 2, he, I think, explores something that's important for us, that we need to collectively push back the darkness uh, together. And that's just a, a really important thing that I think we're, we're called to do. Oftentimes when we think about the darkness of, of hate, we don't think about the fact that we all have some things in our hearts that we need to get rid of we think, oh, I, I'm not that bad, and I haven't done that. But it's important for us to really purify our own hearts and recognize where some of that stuff comes from. I think that we would all acknowledge that our world feels uglier, perhaps, than it ever has. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's something that we collectively need to do something about. And what I pointed out is, I know for me, I don't know, maybe it's something that you all don't struggle with, but I think... As, as I walk through the line at a grocery store in normal times when you have a little more time to linger, you'll look at the magazines that are there talking about some affair or some divorce. And it's easy to think, oh, well, at least at least I didn't do that. You know, cheat people in this public scandal or whatever it is that the story mm-hmm. is reporting on that slowly gets weirder and weirder as you go through the line because the... <laughs> It gets to the National Enquirer and all that stuff <laughs> yeah. that you don't understand how that's even on a shelf anymore. But uh, when you look at that stuff, I know for me it's easy to think like, yeah, well, at least I didn't do that. And I think that in First John, John is raising the bar for us to say that that's not enough. It's not enough to say, oh, I didn't do that. It's necessary that we actively push back the darkness in, in our hearts yeah. and in our lives and recognize that it isn't just outside of us, that it is in us as well. And we have real important duty to do as it comes to that. 
Yeah. Um, talks a lot about uh, discernment and um, and being a better disciple and, and how to kind of really bring out the word of God within us. Um, how, based on John, do you think we can become better disciples? I think, first of all, is, is being part, part of a community and being dedicated and, and committed to it. I think that as I've seen our world in this in this moment, you know, pre-COVID, but also uh, during COVID, I think that people are too quick to give up on each other, and we need to find a way. To say, all right, I'm going to be committed to this group of people, and I'm going to I'm going to show up for them. I'm going to recognize that at times my weaknesses are going to come out and my vulnerabilities, and I want to learn from those things and not push people away when those things come up. Uh, and then I want to grow and become better in a lot of yeah. ways and more, more well-rounded, a better disciple. So it's about vulnerability and allowing God to work in us, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thinking about what you just said, I, I would feel that, especially during this time, it's checking your fear as well. Because I think sometimes we can really, you know, like there's there's safety and there's, you know, like, and there's especially during this time with COVID, there's safety like community the way it's safe safe ways to practice community um but i think sometimes we can let uh fear get in the way and and say like oh well i can't do this or i can't do that because you know covid or i can't do this mm-hmm. um and and i think we really need to acknowledge that there are things that we can actively do mm-hmm. while being present with people and being safe at the same time instead of you know, letting that fear yeah. you know cloud our judgment yeah. and yeah i think that that's what we're called to do and it's a great way to put it and then just, just be able to say like I, I how am i pushing back the darkness during covid mm-hmm. and you're yeah. right that i think that some of us it's easy to say well you know once things return you know i'll, I'll mm-hmm. check in with everybody again in you know 2023 when it's like 100 percent safe or whatever <laughs> out there and we can do things that are safe in this time yeah exactly. that push back the darkness and it's going to take some creativity on your part. It's going to mm-hmm. take doing things a bit differently. And it's really vital, though. It doesn't mean it's not really important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you you talked about the uh, the pit of snakes that we mm-hmm. have to kind of like, you know, get over or kind of like look at. You want to talk a little bit about uh, that pit of snakes? Yeah, so I mentioned when I was in grad school in Texas, I went to this event called the Rattlesnake Roundup. And that was 45 minutes away from... Abilene, Texas, so it's really the middle of nowhere. It's a town called Sweetwater, and in Sweetwater, they say that if they don't have the rattlesnake roundup every year, rattlesnakes would overrun the town. I don't know exactly what that would look like, but they round up 4,000 pounds of rattlesnake every year, and they have lots of things. I kind of don't know why I went to this event, because I'm very terrified of snakes, but as I was there, you got to try fried rattlesnake, which wasn't all that good, and then there was this place where it was just literally a pit of rattlesnakes so rattlesnakes on top of each other and they're all hissing at each other it's just probably i mean a thousand rattlesnakes just piled up in this pit and when i think about what i'm most afraid i would be falling into that pit Uh, but i I think as i consider my motivations and my my heart it's easy for me to let fears and anxieties grow they start small and Mm -hmm. then they can easily grow inside of me. And I need to position my heart to say, all right, I, I want to let love grow in me. I, I mm-hmm. want to let good things grow. And how, how do I, how do I do that? And how do I 
find a way to connect with this deeper love and Mm -hmm. God. And that's a challenge. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Um, there's a, you, you talked a bit about a perspective of hope, like Mm -hmm. having that, uh, you know, hopeful nature and that, how, how do you think we grow in that perspective of hope during this time? I think it's about what, what you're looking at and where, where your heart is. There's news that comes out even during normal times. That's bad every day. Bad Mm -hmm. news sells quicker than good news. And good news actually is generally a response to bad news. Like when there's been something bad that's happened and people, you know, choose to respond in good ways anyway. And so the bad news is just quick and again, don't be uninformed, look at the news, but then say, all right, that's, that's enough. I'm going to step away from this. Like Mm -hmm. you just, you don't need to know about every tornado that happens around the world or everything that happens in real time. Mm-hmm. You can find out later and it's okay. And it's maybe something that you need to respond to, but it's probably not something you need to worry about for the most part. And there's just so much stuff that is constantly trying to get our attention from a bad perspective. So I think unplugging is really important. Yeah. Uh, Cause I mean, we kind of don't think about it too much, but like not too long ago, we wouldn't have access to know those things. We wouldn't have access to know what's happening, what, like what awful things are happening on the other side of the world or, mm-hmm. or what bad things are happening even in like a town over, yeah. you know? And, and so that can, it can make us worry a bit more. So, yeah. so, you know, more information is, can be sometimes better, but in, in a way it's like, we really have to know ourselves and we have to know like, when's the right time to put down, you know, that Fox news or that CNN or like the, that, or, or even BBC News, like places Whatever outside it of us. It's like focus yeah. on your community in your vicinity. Focus on where you are now and, mm. and how you can help in the now and, and how you can be more hopeful for, for those situations. Definitely. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, definitely. it's about finding time to do that every day. A disciple is not made in an hour per week. Mm. We, we need the constant reminders and we need to be checking into a different space. Yeah, and, and discipleship isn't just... Uh, you know, it's not just, it's not just growing yourself. It's, mm-hmm. it's helping the people around you grow. It's, yeah. it's, uh, I, th- I think the definition of disciple is something along the lines of it's not necessarily, it's a student, but it's not a student that is, uh, like sitting or, or learning. It's, it's like a student who's active and who is also a teacher in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, look up that, look up that word disciple and, and what it really means and give that a, you know, a little, wandering your mind well yeah it's just not enough to just not do bad things Mm -hmm. we have to push back the darkness and that's that's what we're we're trying to do and it's it's easy if you're not actively pursuing love with your life to not make a positive difference kind of makes me think of that uh quote from i am legend where uh he's talking about bob marley and how um uh, he got shot at a concert, and then the next week he went out on stage, um, and and his producer said, you know, you don't really have to do this. You don't have to go out and like you know, you've, it would be totally understandable if you took this off. And and Bob Marley says, uh, evil never takes a break, so why should I? Yeah, it's yeah, it's a constant battle. Amen. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, on a lighter note, how uh, how was your week? It was good. That yeah, it was. Just a typical typical week, just getting getting things done and 
trying to connect with people. So yeah, yeah. It's been I nice. almost want to ask what what was the highlight of your week, but um, I already know it's the birthday party Bur- and, and birthday being party King Bowser. Yeah, <laughs> Carter Carter turning seven was was really great. Yeah, nice. Um, and and what would you say is the big idea for today? Just ask yourself the question: How, how are you pushing back the darkness, and how are you actively? going in the direction of love, the direction that God would call you to go right now. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I I just wanted to mention that I, I did go to my uncle's memorial mm-hmm. last week. Um, uh, we kind of like went up on Thursday or, or we went to Fresno on Thursday and kind of hung out with the family. But um, but I just felt like like I would I was going to be more sad going up or, or maybe I wouldn't be able to talk to as many people or, or comfort as many people. Mm. I kind of didn't know going up. But when we went up, it was just such a blessing. Mm. Um, we got to visit with uh, all family, the family that we haven't seen in a while and, and even like, you know, close family. And it was just such a lighthearted, like, get together and a gathering and a remembering um, and it just kind of shows you, like, even in dark times, even when, you know, like your uncle kind of passes away suddenly um, or your father passes away suddenly mm-hmm. because, of, like, my cousins, like, wow. Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to Ben, Jenna, and Leanna. They, they're they just so strong, and they've been so strong during this time, and they've just made us, ever, all, all the other cousins, like, hey, let's just, like, be happy. And, and it's like, and their, their father's the one that passed away, so mm-hmm. I just wanted to give a shout-out to them. Love you guys. Uh Anyway, um, I guess that concludes our GPS today. Thanks again, Brian, for It's all, for always a us. blessing to be here. Thank you, Cameron, and my condolences continue to be with your family. I'm really glad you had that opportunity to be there and, and share in, in that pain. It's, it's hard, but I'm thankful yeah. you got the opportunity to be there. Thanks again for joining us today on GPS. You've heard from us. Now we want to hear from you. Reach out to us on Instagram at Glendale Post Sermon. And you can connect with Glendale Church at Glendale Church of Christ. You can find me on Instagram at Cam the Voice. Our website is www.glendale.church, where you can get more info about us, including location, hours, or if you just want to connect with someone. Thanks again for listening to Glendale Post Sermon. We'll see you next time.